0: You are now listening to Strong in the Saddle, a weekly podcast with the goal to help you get strong in the saddle and maximize your potential as a rider and horse person. Whether you're someone who is looking to make the finals as a professional barrel racer, a dressage rider hoping to advance to the next level, or a recreational rider who just enjoys their horses away from the competition arena, I am here to help you be the best that you can be, both in and out of the saddle, in and out of the competition arena. If you're ready to improve your health and fitness so that you can be the best that you can be for your horse, then you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host Katrina. Before we get rolling, I do have a favor to ask. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. And just a reminder that this podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid or delay obtaining medical or health related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this episode or any other episode of the podcast is solely at your own risk. And with that said, let's get into today's episode. I am going to start this episode right off the bat by saying that when people are struggling with things like poor performance and lack of improvement, whether that be in their riding, in their workouts, or whatever other physical endeavor, it's often a very easy fix Oftentimes, they simply aren't eating enough, particularly if you are female, and the simple fix for that is just to eat more. I know, simple, yes, easy, sometimes not so much. Many women, particularly those who are very active, and I'm sure many of you who are listening to this are active, if you have a horse or two, or (laughs) ten... Many women like you are chronically underfed, and this can be for a number of reasons. Maybe you're afraid to eat more for fear of gaining weight, or maybe you're underfueling yourself completely unintentionally just because you don't realize just how much energy and nutrition your body needs to keep up with your active and busy lifestyle. Whatever the case may be, whether intentional or unintentionally fueling yourself, this scenario is the perfect storm for things like poor performance, stagnated progress, um, or even progress regression, injuries, and on and on. And since I know that most of you who are listening to this are women, I will just say that this is... It is way more common for this to happen in females than it is in males. Women, and more specifically women athletes, are way more susceptible to things like deficiencies in not just calories overall, but many nutrients as well, including things like calcium and iron. And this can pave the way for things like RED-S, which is uh, relative energy deficiency in sport and the female athlete triad, which I plan on digging into in future episodes of the the podcast. Red S increases your risk for all sorts of things like osteoporosis on the very serious side of things and things like poor performance, lack of recovery, all those I will say lesser consequences. As I said, one of the reasons some women might be under fueling is because they actually don't realize that they are. Let's say you work out three times a week for 45 minutes or so. You ride four or five times a week and you have other just various chores around the barn that you do. You're slowly accumulating activity throughout your week and as such, total calories burned from the totality of your activity, it can kind of sneak up on you. Furthermore, if the workouts that you are doing tend to be on the higher intensity side of things, your appetite might actually be blunted. When we work out, our body diverts blood flow from... Unnecessary tasks like digestion and focuses it more on things like our muscles. After working out, this is still occurring because now the body needs to recover those parts of the body that were u- utilized during the exercise. As a result, you don't feel hungry, perhaps even hours after working out. And because you aren't hungry, You end up under eating. This can be really challenging to deal with. While we don't want to force feed ourselves when we aren't hungry, we also don't want to be underfed. So my advice in this situation would be to, one, make sure that you get in a good pre-workout meal before you work out when your appetite is likely to be higher. If you work out first thing in the morning and you find that you aren't hungry that early in the morning, try having something like a protein shake. It won't feel super hard to get that down and it's not going to sit in your stomach either like a typical meal would. Number two, I would suggest again getting something easy to digest within one to two hours after working out or even after riding. Some rides can be particularly intense, and they deserve a post-workout or post-activity meal nutrition as well. Again, you can try something like a protein shake. Um, you can get some easy-to-digest carbohydrates like some fruit or something with a bit of a higher glycemic index number like jasmine rice. Oh, and before we go any further, I just want to dig into some of the signs that you are under-fueling because, again, you could be one of those people that doesn't even realize you're doing this. And if you're intentionally restricting, hopefully this brings to light the negative consequences that under-fueling can have on your body, on your performance, and overall just how good you feel as a human being. So some of the telltale signs that you are under fueling or under nourishing your body include, like I said, several times decreased performance. This could be in your workouts or in your rides. It could look like you just don't have the energy that you usually do in your activities. You might hit plateaus where you're just not progressing anymore. Um, For example, after gradually increasing how far you can run or how much weight you can lift in an exercise, you just hit a wall and you can't get any better. Or you might even see a decline where you can't run as far or you can't lift as much. You feel weaker, you feel more fatigued, and you're not recovering. The soreness from your workouts might last longer than usual, or you get sore when in the past you wouldn't have from the same workout. So those are all signs of performance issues. We'll just call that. Another sign of underfueling is gut distress. I will say though that gut or digestive distress, it can be caused by a whole swack of things, but if combined with the other things that I'm going to talk about, it could definitely be a sign of underfueling. So gut distress could be gassiness and bloating, nausea, IBS symptoms, and otherwise just not feeling good after you eat a meal. Another sign, when you underfuel, fuel your immunity actually drops, which makes you more prone to sickness and infection if you notice that you're getting frequent colds that is a huge red flag that your body isn't quite where it should be if you are under fueling your body doesn't have the resources that it needs to fight off viruses and infections and it can make it more susceptible to those things one symptom of underfueling that people actually kind of laugh at is being hangry. You know what I mean. <laughs> you get to a point where you're so hungry and you just are angry or just grumpy. You're irritable. You're anxious. Some people might get kind of like depressive symptoms. You might get snappy at people. If this is you on a recurring basis, I would say that it's either a result of A, under-eating carbohydrates specifically, or B, under-eating overall in terms of total calories. This is why when you eat, your hungry or your hangry state of affairs usually disappears almost immediately. Big red flag, guys. Um... If you notice that your coordination isn't that great, that could be a sign. I never I it seems weird, but it's a thing. Um, a big, big one for females obviously revolves around the menstrual cycle. If you have irregular periods, if you have long cycles, delayed ovulation, if your bleeding is super light, basically any irregularities or if you're not getting your period at all, <laughs> all red flags that there's an issue. And I don't care if you don't have a desire now or in the future to have a baby, your cycle is super important and it's a huge indicator of where your health is at overall. If you are not cycling normally, then something is wrong and you need to get that checked by your healthcare professional immediately. Bone health also decreases when you are under fueling. If you get a stress fracture or anything like that, again, another huge red flag that your bone density is not where it should be. The last thing that you want is osteoporosis when you are a young human being. And it's not just about drinking milk, you guys. Eating adequate calories is also really important for your bones. So those are kind of the signs and symptoms that you're under-fueling. It's not good. I get that we all want to be skinny, but you really need to put your health before ahead of how you look in the mirror or how you look in comparison to other people. Furthermore, being skinny should take a backseat to, yes, your health, but also how you're able to function as a human being. If you want to be a good rider, if you wanna have good workouts, if you wanna just be a pleasant person to be around, you need to eat, period. If you aren't sure how much you should be eating, that's where a nutritionist comes in, but we'll just talk generalities for a second here. In case you didn't know, caloric requirements for a toddler are around 12- 1,200 calories or so. So if you, uh, I'm assuming you're an adult if you're listening to this, if you are only eating 1,200 calories, then you are underfueling. full stop. I know if you're a typical listener to this podcast and you ride horses, you do chores, you work out, you need to eat way more than 1,200 calories a day. I'll just throw it out there with myself as a reference point. I work out, some, depending on the program I'm doing, I work out anywhere between three and five days a week. They're usually about 45 minutes. Um, outside of winter, I am riding a horse five days a week or so. As Five days a week or so for around half an hour. I do work at a desk job where I am on my butt for eight hours a day for the most part. So basically sedentary with the exception of my my workouts, my rides, and my barn chores and that sort of thing. I, to maintain my weight, I eat around 2,500 calories a day. And yes, I can eat that without gaining a single pound, 2,500 calories. That's because that is what my body requires to function at the level that I want it to function. That's what I need to fuel my rides, fuel my workouts, fuel my brain so that I can work at a job that requires a high level of intellectual thought. That's what my body requires for basic functioning of breathing, and pumping blood, and repairing basic parts of my body on a regular basis. That's what my body needs. If I was eating 1200 calories, it would be a sad, sad state of affairs. My riding would tank, my workouts, I would not have energy for any of that activity. I wouldn't be able to think straight. I would be a cranky mess around the people that are around me. Just Bad news all around. So, please eat. I, if, you do not need my permission, but I will say, you have my permission to eat. And I really, really (laughs) encourage you to eat. Please eat. It's, like I said, there's more things to life than uh, being skinny. Trust me. So, we will leave the episode there for today before I go on too much more of a rant there but uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode if you do have any questions um, about whatever or maybe you specifically have questions like how do I figure out how much I need to eat please be sure to reach out best place is probably Facebook or Instagram at strong in the saddle yeah reach out and I'll do my best to answer any questions that you have. Also be sure to give the podcast a follow there on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'd love to see you there and chat. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.